What's up, everybody? This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Want to uh, say rest in peace to John Madden. Uh, my nephew certainly was a huge Madden player. I played Madden. I think my brother played Madden at times. Uh, if you had a, a PlayStation, <laughs> you played Madden. Um, my nephew's almost 40 years old. He still plays Madden. So that's kind of cool. And uh, I'm old enough to remember watching John Madden uh, coach and listening to a lot of his broadcasts. I think he was the staple summer all in Madden on like Thanksgiving and Christmas or one of those days, you know, big days. I think he called the Leon Lett game. Uh, I want to say that was Thanksgiving, uh, about 93, where the ball was uh, live on on the field. And I think it was Miami and Dallas. And for some, and the reason why I remember Leon Lett's name is because, you know, he was a scrapper. He thought he was doing the right thing, but he touched the football, which made it live. And then the other team scored a touchdown based off of him coming in there like, oh, my God, ball on the ground. And he just jumps on it and kicks it away to the other team, to Miami. It was actually pretty hilarious. And I, it was like a game changer. I can't remember the details, but it really impacted the game. And it was just like, what was he thinking? I'm pretty sure that was a Madden called game. Um, I remember he used to give, um, on Thanksgiving, he would give out the Madden game turkey. Uh, all the best players got a drumstick. Sometimes it would be like six drumsticks on the thing. He was just a big old character doing what he loved, which was talking about football. And I think that's why he was so extraordinarily successful and respected. The passion couldn't be made up. He loved football like that. So, and then he, you know, put his name on that video game. And, I mean, he just sealed himself into history forever because uh, kids don't even know John Madden is a real person, but they play that game. So rest in peace, John Madden. Watched a lot of football with you, and thank you, my friend. I remember uh, real quick, uh, he was one of the first people to fall in love with Kurt Warner's story. So you got to understand, when we were hosting the Ram- when we had the Rams here, we were hosting games, and we had like... I don't know, the D-level announcers, like nobody special was coming to town. And uh, very early on, the Rams started to look pretty great with this backup quarterback because all our hopes were on Trent Green, right? In the beginning of the season, we had become, we were going to be the losingest franchise in NFL history at the beginning of the 99 season. And so we didn't have good announcers. We didn't have anybody special doing anything for us. And we had hung our hopes on getting Trent Green at quarterback because nobody else had really clicked. Then he gets injured, and it was horrible. And so nobody was expecting anything. But after a few games, I mean, this Kurt Warner guy came out of nowhere. And all of a sudden, we had Madden and Summerall. All of a sudden, Madden is talking about him. Yeah, yeah, this this guy, he was working in the was working in the grocery store now he's you know he's stocking shelves now he's a starting NFL quarterback and I remember he he was so excited because um Kurt Warner had an amazing ability to stand in the pocket just it looked like someone was about to take his head off he would never flinch he'd just stay in there probably got concussed quite a bit um but Madden loved that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In high school, yeah, he had a coach. Kill Kurt, kill Kurt. That was the name of the uh, drill. And it was like, kill Kurt. Now look at him. He's just standing in there. I mean, he loved football and he loved Kurt Warner. So that was a lot of fun. 
And that's not a story I would know if Madden hadn't taken an interest. So rest in peace to all football fans. This one hurts. And uh, he was great. He, he left a big impression. And if you love football, you love listening to Madden talk about football. I also wanted to touch on the series ending of Insecure, which was very good, by the way. I really did enjoy that. I thought Issa did a good job. Issa Rae wrapping up the show. It's hard sometimes when you end something. And I think the the ending of The Wire might be the best um, series finale I've ever seen. And he always ended the season really well. Each season ended with a compilation episode, and it was great. But the series finale was excellent. Sopranos didn't bother me, bothered a lot of people. Hated Game of Thrones. I hated the whole last year and a half, two years of that. Um, the pressure, you know, it's just everybody is not good under pressure. But Issa did a great job. Uh, she wrapped up their friendships, their relationships, and effectively moved uh, these women from girlhood to womanhood. And I think they did a good job with that. Um, and there is a maturity that happens, and it happens for black women too. Thank you for putting that on TV. Uh, where you know what was exciting to you. You know, she was kind of a mess in the beginning of the series. And um, I always felt she was going to stay with Lawrence. Once he got his act together. Now, see, this is what people don't understand. When you're with a man and he doesn't seem to have his act together, and that's the reason why you don't stay with him. You, it That's the problem. And if they ever get their act together, it might work. Right. Um, but if if you break up because they can't get their act together. And then like 20 years later, you're talking to them. They still don't sound like they have their act together. Nah, they're not going to get back together. Cause guess what? That problem hasn't been solved. So I always knew once, once Lawrence got out of his funk and got a job and started, you know, combing his hair and <laughs> you know looking decent. I was like, Oh, okay. So I always kind of felt like they would wind up together. So good for them. It was a good show. Uh, spoiler alert, I guess, but uh, good job, Issa Rae. Looking forward to whatever else she gets into. Um, again, I know that show was not aimed at my demographic, but I did enjoy it, and good for her. I, I may have aged out of that system, though, but congratulations. Uh, yeah, football, yeah, John Madden. I, I touched on the games the other day. But life is really good. I'm excited about the new year. I think 2022 is going to be very effective. And listen, I'm not saying it's going to be pain-free. There will probably be some pain. If you ain't been living right, you'll probably have some pain. You know, but that's true all the time. You know, what's done in the dark comes out in the light. And most of y'all ain't ready for it. Because you're not ready because you're doing it in the dark. Right? So that means you like secrets and you thrive off secrecy and like that ain't no way to live. So good luck. You know, 2021 saw the end of Donald Trump and everybody's writing all these articles. He's brewing a cult and da da da. Yeah, he won't be the president again. He's not going to get reelected. Will Joe Biden make it? I don't know. People seem to hate him now. I'm not sure why, but you know. He's just an old dude. I I don't know if Kamala has the pull to win. Uh, But I definitely think people are tired and we're tired of the divisiveness. We're tired of the threats of our democracy collapsing. And I think we're going to finally start to listen to people who make good sense. I like to think I'm one of those people. 
but I'm talking about people with a much bigger platform than I have. Unless somebody wants to give me a bigger platform, I'll take it, you know? Uh, I don't just do this for grins. I'd love to do this for a living. Anyway, I hope everybody has an amazing end of 2021. We're sliding into home plate here. Think about your wins. Get excited about how far you've come. Get excited about the process. You know, don't let all your dopamine just go to the fact that you completed some things. Let the dopamine hit on the on the days when you feel down, but you came up with a solution. On the on the day you ter- got turned down from one investor, but then you went to the next investor and they said yes. Get excited about the process. Get excited about getting punched in the mouth. That's how you become a winner. Nobody wins without any adversity. I mean, and if they do, they don't appreciate it because you need the adversity. If you're a good person, if you're an honest person, if you've been given your very best, expect the blessings to come. They will come. That's how it works. All right. Be your best. And we'll meet back here tomorrow at some point. Any, any random hour seems to be when I can do it. So there you go. All right. Take care.